Ready. Ready. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bitcoin Uncensored. This is Crop Talk with Free Dude and Worm. Today we have a very special farmer joining us. Bench is here. Bench, how are you doing, my friend? Doing pretty good. Good, good. Well, hey, uh, we know you've been with us since the initial crop offering. So OG farmer in the house. And, uh, you know, Worm, we got a lot to talk about today. So where do we even start? Well, I would say we got a busy week ahead of us, man. We got the uh, harvest coming up on Monday, October 1st. And it's going to be an auction after that and uh, voting for the new Bitcoin Foundation members. So a lot happening, and our buddy Bench here is actually running for a seat on the foundation. So, you know, Bench, I think, uh, why don't we kick it off with uh, telling, us, telling us a little bit about your campaign and what you're looking to accomplish on the foundation. Um, so pretty much I have been a counterparty token enthusiast for i guess almost two two and a half years at this point um i've been in bitcoin since about 2013 and uh i think that the uh counterparty ecosystem has had great added value with uh projects like rare pepe and uh, now bitcoins and i'd like to see uh, more people basically be able to play the game submit their art, whether in the form of cards or farms. So my primary platform is just helping more people uh, get farms, which you'll see I historically have seeded many people farms and will continue to do because I just want you know everybody to have fun and all of us to build sort of this project together like it was meant to be. So basically you're in here for the entertainment and the PAMP, which is our two favorite things here on crop top yep pretty much i'm in it for the long haul and i probably jumped the gun so why don't we um intro a little bit into your farm and how you found bitcoins i uh, have met our overlord our benevolent overlord dan anderson um who put this all together i had met him at a rare peppy meetup um very close to the beginning if anybody recalls uh he actually trolled the rare pepe community by pretending to go along with the whole uh rare pepe is racist thing and then claimed to ban it from his site and but really he was just launching a new version of his site which actually had more pepe functionality so while he was doing that he just showed up at this meetup that was happening in brooklyn and uh, we ended up going to a Bitcoin meetup. And then I saw him again at uh, the Rare Art Festival in New York City as well. Um, and he was there uh, and he told me about this project. And when I realized I had, I had seen it thrown around, I think in the counterparty chat, when I realized it was him doing it after using his websites and stuff for a while, I was like, okay, this might work. I read the... Uh, the initial crops offering white paper, asked some questions, and I was immediately ready to uh, jump in. All right. And your, uh, your farm is Pepe Cash Valley Fresh, correct? Yes. Um, 
Well, tell us a little bit about your farm. You know, what's your uh, specialty? What's your tool of the trade? What do, what's Pepe Cash Valley Fresh all about? So Pepe Cash Valley Fresh is located in um, Denmark, and it's located in Copenhagen specifically. And there's this really cool fortress there. It's called the Fortress, and it's the shape of like a star. Um, and it's got all these walls and I just thought it was like the perfect place to have a farm. So that's where I dropped it. I actually have a subsidy farm. That's also called the Pepe Cash Valley Creamery, which is, <laughs> uh, my, that's like, I, I use the, the wallet. It's cream, you know, cream, like cash for like with the periods and everything. And so I use that. That's just like a different address that I use because I use that with free wallet which has excellent uh, tools for uh, sort of alternative pairs on the decks that are more intuitive, I think, than CounterWallet, not just in CounterWallet. It's an amazing piece of software. Um, but so that one is located on Chicasso, which is if you just search like Chicasso money, uh, like laundering, there's a very interesting history of this area that was on the Swiss border of be people being caught with uh, all these financial tools that they shouldn't have had. Um, so those are my two farms and they're mostly just for fun. And as I said, I like to help people get started, especially people that are either in the counterparty space or Bitcoin space, but haven't really done anything or in the art space and really haven't done anything. Yeah, you know, you're out there doing the hard work, spreading the FOMO and the beauty of, of Bitcoins. And, you know, that's why we're so lucky to have you since, since the beginning, since the initial crop offering. Uh, so, Bench, so happy, so happy to hear everything that you're sharing with us today. That's very nice of you, and I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Quick question. I was looking at your farm. I remember when you were putting up the first drafts of your farm, and I was dying laughing. Like, so, so funny. Uh, but then you mentioned that you've also created a seed, it's called a satellite farm, the Pepe Cash Valley Creamery. My question to you is, do you think, do you think that like being part of being a farmer is having more than one farm or do you just need one farm? I think you only need one farm. If you want more wallets, I mean, as I said, I use one, like I basically think of my farm as more of a cold storage situation. I don't really, like, mm. for Pepe Cash Valley Fresh, I keep those keys pretty cold. Um, so I don't really, because I cherish my crops, as everybody should. But yeah. if you want to be able to, you know, operate, I keep some Bitcoins, and that's where I would buy cards. I have, like, a helipad there. And I like to think, actually, I, need, I think I need to move them around. But I have two helipads and two yacht docks. And I, the idea was to have one at each one in the concept that if there was ever a game where you could VR explore the different farms on some sort of map, maybe these uh, cards could allow you fast travel or something like that. You know, I hope Dan's listening because I think if we had that feature here in Bitcoins, we'd easily get another minimum 15 to 20 farmers at least. Yeah. I mean, I think it's totally feasible considering how it's built. Everybody's farms are public. It's all there. 
even if it was a really shitty world where you could just like walk around like just to start i think that would be really fun but uh, i'm not i don't have skills like that in terms of programming yeah well you know dan's been spending dan used to be a lot more vocal in the community now he's been kind of hiding behind the computer screen playing this facade of doing the coding and <laughs> Who knows? Maybe, maybe there's something to show for it. Maybe not. I, I'm still looking. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of was curious because as you've been kind of talking about your farm, I've been kind of, you know, browsing uh, the farms on Bitcoins.com, and I was like, dude, there's a ton of farms on here now. There's there's seven pages of farms, and there's been a lot of new farms added since I last. Uh, you know, browse through here. And it looks like a lot of these farms have a small amount of crops. So I'm trying to determine how many of these farms are satellite farms and how many of these farms are just young farmers out there that you need a little bit of guidance and encouragement to really get those farms re uh, ramping up their production. Good question. I hope they're people that are either just holding it and their friends set them up or I mean, you could sort of tell, I mean, my satellite farm is going to have a lot of activity. If you're looking at a Bitcoin farm that has no Bitcoins, really, or a very small amount and no trades, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think what would be cool is if we had features, which I think are coming, free dude, mm -hmm. um, that, you know, you could be, or you could, you could filter or organize the farms based on you know, card quantity or latest sends or orders and that kind of stuff. You could really see what the active farms are. Speaking of something like that, something I noticed on the site recently that I thought was cool is in the co-op section, you can actually look at all the cards that a specific co-op has. That was a new yeah. feature that got added somewhat recently. That was, that was my idea. Really? That was pretty good idea, I, I, I like that. I thought it was really cool. Maybe that if I had listened to hard, it, uh... I wouldn't listen to the other ones of these. Maybe if I had listened to it, I would have known it wasn't an original. Well, actually, it was a compliment of an idea. So I wasn't planning I had made it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Bench, are you, which, uh, which co-op are you, have you decided to join? Um, I am Panic at the Disco. I have been since day one. Um, I know we're sort of a soft-spoken, large crop-holding majority, but... Uh... Yeah, it's... Okay, so now that you've identified yourself, actually, the, if you look at the charter of MICA, uh, you know, Aztec came into this game with real heavy hands. That guy had um, an economic advantage that put the whole the whole proposition of Bitcoin's at risk because, and I think this is something that's, that's we should discuss openly is, you know, Hey, if, you know, if he, if he bought the, uh, it's almost like he had like a, like a pre-sale access to the initial crop offering, but he didn't, but his bags are big enough where it's like, he almost seems like he did. And so my big, my big thing is like, if you're going to go in that heavy, fine, but you've got to participate. And the guy's just AFK 24-7. He shows up out of nowhere to like for two seconds to throw his weight behind, you know, farmers like Tidwell and Lil Segwit. And, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out how do we take this guy down because he's, he already has such a huge lead. 
and I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'm going to definitely go against uh, what you have analyzed the situation as, because first of all, Aztec, that farm that was originally called Aztec was bought for two different people. So he was at like a 10%, which multiple people did. So Aztec specifically did not have any more um, crops. I know that because the, if it sounds like he had a pre-sale advantage, it's because uh, I'm friends with people that are friends with Aztec and I was circulating the white paper around to everybody. And uh, people were a little salty that me and- Pamp it. Yeah, people, people were a little salty that, uh, we're not salty, but me and uh, the card creator, who I made my rare Pepe's with, uh, that we had sort they had sort of written off rare Pepe as a joke, and then it you know became what it was. And so a few of a, a few of them, when we told them about the new thing that we were interested in, which was Bitcoin, decided that they didn't want to miss out. But I also don't think necessarily participation in this game is required. If you look at the outline. Well, if you look at the outline of what Dan has said, this is an idle game. So I think if, if and no, I'm serious. I remember Dan originally saying that. You checkmated me. You're right. It, it, it is an idle game, but still not good enough. Still not good enough. But I think, but it, yeah. I, think I think it's fine to bother Aztec when he comes in and say you should be doing something. But I don't think he has any sort of advantage that needs to be taken down. I think that if anything, well, he bought and held such a large percentage when we pumped up fucking from 20 to 600, people that bought those giant shares could have sold a lot more at a lot higher, and they held. And I think that's commendable. So you're basically saying Aztec is like Satoshi with, he just, you know, got in super early, but just, just hold forever, never... Pretty much never redistributes the coins. Okay. I mean, okay. I, I bet we all wish we sold at least half our crops when it was up to five, six hundred and XCP was still decent. I mean, I, I think we all wish XCP was still worth a hundred dollars each. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of what, like five dollars right now? <laughs> I think it's like three. <laughs> Hey guys, um, if you got a sec, I got a, uh, I got a couple words from a sponsor, and uh, they they got a little message for us. Krug, wake up. Krug, huh? What happened? Krug have vision. Grog see future. Rock market go kaboom boom. Grog. Easy on the sips. Grog sound like cuckoo shaman. Hip. Grog right. Just crazy dream. Rock on, boys. That was a lovely, 
lovely ad. Who who sponsored that uh, that ad? Um, that was an anonymous source. Hmm. So we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. Hey, uh, hey, Bench. One last thing that I have here um, regarding panning at the disco. Number one, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to adjust that. I have two things. Number one, why panic at the disco? What's why did you choose your name? And then number two, are do the guys who run Tux are they? Can you confirm that they are somewhat involved with bitcoins? Um, okay, so answer number one, panic at the disco. I think was just made on a split uh, split second decision when co-ops were added um, and we just never changed it. Um, so there's really no deeper meaning uh, at all. Um, wait, you asked three questions. So there was that one. Uh, was there a second one about the co-op? Yeah, I wanted to know, do, does the, the Tux exchange, does anyone in your, in your co co-op, yes, co-op, are they in any way related to running the Tux exchange? No. Definitely not. Well, I don't know I don't know who everybody is. But of the people that I know, they're all just either degen traders, counterparty devs, <laughs> or people whose farms I've seeded that are usually artists. I like that. I like that. You got good character, good culture going. Um, all right. Uh, so let's, you know, one last thing I wanted to, there was a little bit of a, a little bit of a going back and forth this week in Bitcoins. Uh, last week we had Michael Tidwell uh, as well with Lil Segwit come in and, you know, uh, Lil Segwit dropped that, that fire mixtape. And I, I know I really enjoyed it. I really liked, uh, it, I just thought it was well done. Just the and one then, that end at the top. Know, well, no. So then, lo and behold, Wheeler, love Wheeler, Wheeler comes in real hot and fires back what I thought was a better produced, uh, more catchy uh, reply back to Lil Segwit's mixtape. Did you, did you get a chance to listen to that? Oh, you should put the links in the description of this because I don't have them and I don't see them. I just have this thing that's pinned on top. Let's see here. Yeah, that pin's gone, but, uh, you know, Worm, did you, were you able to catch that, uh, that mixtape from Wheeler? I did catch that mixtape, and I got to say, I'm uh, with little Segwit on this one, man, because, one, Wheeler, as we all know, paid someone for it. I don't know what he paid, but he paid someone, and they clearly just went to the Field of Dreams farm and read off his cards. I mean, the production was good, but it didn't have that homegrown flavor like Little Segwits did. I am amazed that you would say something like that. Um, I don't see any problem with someone investing some capital into creating a real high production value piece of content. Um, so to me, if anything, it shows that Wheeler cares more and that he's willing to invest more in what he believes in. Whereas I felt like Little Segwit was, hey, got some catchy rhymes, but you know, who knows? I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to hear see if Lil Segwet has anything to say back to Wheeler, um, but time will tell. 
Yeah, I think they've uh, I think they've had a lot of back and forth. Yeah, but not not. Uh, I want more mixtapes. You know, we we need more mixtapes. Yeah. I think I think those are those are a positive ad. Agreed. I think uh, I think what Wheeler's doing too in general is um, great for the space. And while we're at it, I just gotta plug Wheeler's billboard again because I think this thing's the hottest thing in Bitcoins. And the auction's coming up this Monday where you can get a hold of the billboard for a minimum 10k bid. And when you bid that, you can also get the naming rights to the Field of Dreams baseball field. Pretty sweet. Don't miss out. Yeah, that's an incredible opportunity. I mean, the amount of attention and conversation that that billboard commands is impressive. It is very impressive. Um, and, uh, you know, if, I'm, if, we're, if we're shilling, I just want to keep shilling more of my ideas. Uh, Dan, still waiting on those advertising uh, spots on bitcoins.com for either players to shill their cards, their farms, or their co-ops, or coops. I don't remember anymore. One of those. So, so yeah. Bench, who would you like to see join you at the mantle of the Bitcoin Foundation? Um, that's going to be hard for me to tell right now. I need to hear these wraps uh, that I have yet to hear. Um, and honestly, I'm still unclear who the identities of certain people in chat are that are identities in the candidate list. Mm. To be honest. Okay. Like JB, who's JB? Hold on, my cat is scratching me. I got to kick him out. Hold on. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. My cat, Where'd you go? I just had to uh, take my cat out and close the door for the computer office room. Oh, your your farm cat? Uh, yes, I have a farm. It looks exactly like that. Yes. Confirmed. So, so <laughs> JB. So JB is in the chat. His name's JB. So. He's there. He's, yeah, who's JB? He's the guy who made uh, Bitcoin Rose, and he's a uh, he's a corn tank clanner. Um, he doesn't he doesn't get a he doesn't chime in all that much, but he's been there lately, and he uh, he's running. I'm not sure what his platform is. And then you got Kenneth Carson, who used to be. You guys remember Johnny Carcinogen, the guy with the. Uh, um anyway, he's uh he's in the chat. He's been there since day one. And um I'm not sure what his platform is either. And then you got a little segwit, which you know is or may or may not be Michael Tidwell. And uh again, not sure what his platform is. Yeah, I'm you know, going back to JB, I, I I'm I like JB, I'm glad he's here. Um I think Bitcoin Rose is without question, the most confusing card 
that we have in, in Bitcoin. <laughs> I admit, I'm I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess I just kind of feel uncomfortable. You know, it's it's very it kind of short circuits the wiring a little bit. You know, like the, the brain, my brain doesn't know how to receive what's what's going on in that card. I have not made any Bitcoin cards. I sort of retired uh, making content cards during halfway through Pepe. And I considered coming out of retirement, but I just haven't. But I kind of also think that's not to shill, but you guys are uh, good for a foundation member because I will remain impartial. Um, I also have experience in Rare Pepe, which I know that there's uh, the Bitcoin Foundation is involved in moderating the card content. So I have experience doing mm -hmm. that, and I don't plan on making any cards. What uh, what uh, what what Pepe's did you did you make? Um, I made China Pepe. I made Killer uh -huh. Pepe. I made um, a bunch of them. I can give you the uh, I can give you the address that they're issued from if you would like. Um, like for if you put in the comments of something, I'm go I'm going to it right now. Then I, okay, I made Pepe Traders. Okay. Made white paper Pepe. Oh, I bought that one. Pepe Traders. I bought that one. That's the one I give away a lot of. I did. White yeah, I bought a ton of those. Yeah, high issuance. Yep, white paper Pepe. Um, the Alex Jones. That's the one that Craig Wright. Um, and then Pepe Jones, Alex Jones. I've been giving those away because he just can't stop getting in the headlines. I made one called Pepe Style, which is like Snoop Dogg, because at one point he tweeted about Bitcoin. Um, and there was a theme of rap Pepe's. Then I did the Buy the Fucking Dip Pepe, which is. <laughs> you know, Bench, you, you have to be magic. And we, we need your work in Bitcoins. I know you're kind of retired and you've had a long, illustrious career. But uh, listen, we far us farmers, we, we need your work. You have the talent. You have the potential. Uh, we'd love to see you apply that, that majesty of creativity and vision into Bitcoins. So uh, I, I'm willing to say this. If you're willing to commit to creating a couple of Bitcoin cards, you, you may have a little bit of my vote. Okay, I could, uh, what if I, interesting. So full disclosure, these cards are 50% me and 50% a friend of mine who is in crypto as well. Uh, I did all of the Photoshopping and artwork, but uh, he was involved in all the drafting and copywriting as well. So I was, I, well, I, I will not categorically rule out making cards, even though I've said it's not my top priority. I was also hoping to bring those uh, sort of scales of creativity sort of in more full force to bring memes and uh, content uh, for people to repost. And as I said, you know, just grow the user platform. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I think that I'm more interested in doing that because cards are sort of for people that are already in in it, whereas I want to facilitate, you know, the emergence of more farmers to keep the project rolling uh, and just have everybody be happy. I like it. I uh, I gotta say, I think uh, I think I'm sold. I think I'm voting bench this round. That's very kind of you. Thank you. Uh, I'm not that easy. I just need to see a little bit of content 
and bench my, my vote is yours all right well challenge accepted as you may have seen i coronized my uh profile both the image i posted in the chat and such and i also made it my picture on telegram and i was going to use that uh for maybe some more photoshopping into some sort of uh sort of dystopian political propaganda whatever i can think of anything that i think would be amusing i love it man fire it up put gas in the tank we're here to shill we're here to pamp and uh, you know, Worm, we're coming up here on, on 30 minutes, so I think I'm relatively good on my end. Do you have anything else on your end, Worm? No, I just uh, I want to remind everyone we got the harvest on Monday and an auction following, so uh, get excited about that. I've seen all the auction lots come in, and this one's probably going to be the biggest one out of all of them. A lot of wild stuff coming. We're releasing cards every day this week, so... Get excited. I just got goosebumps. Very, very exciting. Uh, Bench, any last words to uh, you? I just want to say thanks for having me. And if anybody's got any questions, they can find me on Telegram. Uh, and even if I don't win, I will still remain extremely enthusiastic about Bitcoins. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Bench, final, very last question we ask every farmer here on Crop Talk. What needs to happen to drive hyper-Bitcoinization? One meme. We're one meme away. Yes. Memes. The right meme in the right place. Whether, well, it could be a single meme or you could meme your way into a mention on something else. One person mentioning it. I mean, I think counterpart, I think Projects like Bitcoins are ahead of their time and still require people that are willing to go the full nine yards for crypto. That is to secure the seed, take some sort of responsibility. I think as we go into the future, more people will be willing to do that. But right now, we still have a lot of people that aren't willing to make that step. And I don't think there's any sort of UX solving for that, for counterparty projects, you can have your private blockchains, your bullshit, but for counterparty projects, you just, I think we're gonna need to wait till people are more familiar with using this as a way to sort of store things. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on today's episode of Bitcoin Uncensored Crop Talk. We had Benj with us as well and loved our time together. So farmers out there, if you want to be on Crop Talk, come join us. You know, this is our platform for us, the farmers out there, and we'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much, and we'll catch you next time. And I'm like yelling at the I don't know so far from my past misfortune No sleeping, late nights, no eating Gun squeezing, I'm a real artesian Ramona, I was round that counter Still down, I'm a North North soldier G-slide, right down Sawyer When we slide, you won't see morning Another story of a young black man Trying to make it up out that gym Goddamn, back, back, let me make my bands Got plans, if you hating, don't shake my hand Take it easy, homie Reminiscing, sitting in that bins of the 22 bus stop way back when with the 22 five shot eyes on scan for the click clack clap or the boot bop bam cuz I was up late night balling counting up hundred
hundreds by the thousands.